Hey guys, welcome to Tisha Talks Topics. I'm Tisha and I'm so excited that you decided to join us today. This podcast is designed for women who are looking to align their passion with their purpose. We cover so many things on this podcast from parenting to personal development, relationships, friendships, business. Guys, I am so excited about what we're going to be talking about today. So enough about me and let's get into this week's episode. Hey guys, so welcome to the last and final part of this When I Resign series. Um, If you have not checked out part one, please go back because it's all kind of flowing in sequential order and it's basically my transition or my journey to full-time entrepreneurship, um, how I came to that place, some different adjustments and transitions that, that took place in my life that made me uncomfortable and, um, but how I was able to allow that uncomfortability to produce change, right? So uh, the last time we were talking about this in part two, now there's a part one and a part two, so please go back and listen to both of them. Um, But in the part two, we ended off where, where I had just, you know, I guess uncovered or came to grips with the fact that what I was called to do and what I'm purpose to do did not lie in the particular um, institute that I was working for. And um, I know the next thought probably was, well, did you apply for other jobs? Did you look at other places? Were you, um, you know, gainfully seeking employment elsewhere? You know, and um, to be honest, I was. I was in the very beginning, even from the time that I had received my bachelor's I had been looking for a job when promotions were um, not given to me and things were not happening the way that I thought they were. I consistently found myself on the job search. And when I say that the jobs that I applied to were right in line with with what um, I had been doing and they were completely in line with my skills and my talents, I had qualifications for them. um, And my resume had gone through people who actually, I had one um, person look at my resume who actually, their full-time profession was to set up systems and softwares that vetted resumes for particular things. Because, you know, a lot of people get a lot like massive resumes and sometimes they don't, especially like if you're going through Indeed or something like that, they don't always individually look at these resumes, right? Sometimes um, they're filtered. They they plug, they pull out certain words, certain content, certain qualifications, and those are the resumes that actually get presented to the interviewers. And um, so I, I had someone who who looked at you know who did those things for a living look at my resume. So I don't want to make it seem like my resume was like the bomb, but um, I really you know I did my homework. I did my due diligence to make sure that. Um, I was, um, um, you know, I, I, I held up to the competition that was out there and guys, when I say I was getting no calls, like no calls. Okay. (laughs) No calls. And at first I was just kind of like, Oh, this is interesting. Why, you know, I wouldn't be getting any calls. And then And then when things like there would be job positions, now these were all positions that were in elevation to where I was. So this was all, I was leveling up, so to speak. And so it wasn't, 
the position on the same level, but but because of what I did, the nature of what I actually did, I was qualified to hold certain positions, right? But because of the title that I held, um, it kind of, it, it, it did me a disservice. So I'll say um, primarily my bidget, my, my, my bidget, <laughs> primarily my job was budget analyst, budget manager, right? That, that was my job task. That was what I did. Um, but my job description was administ- my job title, I should say, was administrative assistant. And so it can be difficult going from administrative assistant to a budget manager when you haven't held a leadership capacity within the, I guess, nine to five position that you worked. And and so those that was something that would hinder me. And that will only topple my frustration where I worked because I would plead that case. I had res I had job descriptions from um, comparable institutions um, listing all the things that they were doing, which exactly lined up with all the things that I was doing, but their titles were different. And so I struggled in that area to to get the due. Um, compensation and the due recognition for what I was actually doing. And that impacted, I believe, and it impacted um, what other people saw when they were looking at my resume, right? And so a lot of times the things don't even go past. Like people look at job just job titles and that's it. They may not even go deep into the descriptions or deep into uh, your job tasks. They may just look at the titles and just keep it moving. Um, so That kind of made me frustrated and that also fueled my desire to go back to school. But I would say when I finally had an aha moment that, you know, Letitia, could this possibly be another roadblock that the Lord is putting up for you because this is not the direction you should go in, right? Well, what made me have that aha moment was when I had applied for a job um, and the when I say everything, everything, everything from what I was doing on a, in, in my whole you know, tenure or time in this particular industry, and even for the things that I did outside, um, and even for the accolades that I received while at, in that industry, everything lined up with this particular position. Um, and then I got an email from uh, the HR department where this job was um, being posted, um, telling me that they had changed the job description. They had literally changed it by one letter, I mean, by one sentence. And the sentence that was different said that you needed administrative, um, managerial um, experience for like, I think two years, maybe two years of managerial managerial experience, which is basically um, overseeing some other people, having people that report to you. And so I had that in my outside ventures and my um, my consulting business. And even in some of the things that I did for the nonprofit, I did have those um, people who reported to me. But um, I'm guessing because I didn't have it in that particular industry, uh, they counted that against me. I wasn't even a candidate to be interviewed. When I say every software that they wanted to know, <laughs> every 
um, terminology that they use, every system that they use. I had experience in all of it, not only experience in it, but I had gotten accolades for those things. Right. So that's when I was like, all right, now what the, um, H E double hockey sticks is going on. What, what is going on? Let me take this back to God. Let me take this back to the drawing board. Like, okay. Cause there is absolutely all these resumes I've been sent out. Somebody should at least call. I should at least had an interview, you know, even if, even if it was a telephone conference, um, or a telephone conversation. So what is going on? And so that's when I really begin to pray and I begin to um, seek God. And um, what came out of that was my understanding and a revelation or the aha moment that I was not to go back into that industry. Like that's not, no, like you would just be basically repeating yourself what you've been doing for the past 16 years. You would be repeating yourself again, just someplace else, doing the same thing, having the same issues, feeling the same way, not being happy. And that's when I begin to be like, wow, okay. So this is like a full purpose move that you want me to make. This is a full purpose move. This is not, um, all right, I'm gonna hold this in my back pocket. I'm gonna have this ace. I'm gonna have this guaranteed salary. I'm gonna have this, this, these benefits. I'm gonna have these things on lock in my back pocket. And then I'm gonna try to ride with you, Jesus, uh, you know, on the right side of me on my right, in my right pocket. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride with you a little bit on this, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep this in the cut just in case, just in case that doesn't work out. Just in case you don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Just in case you don't know what you want your daughter to do. I am going to make sure I have this other thing locked down. And God was like, no, no, this is a full move. This is not a partial move. You've been doing this partial move stuff for the past 16 years, right? You've been doing that. I don't want you to do that anymore. I want you to fully walk in your purpose, fully begin to walk in who I've called you to be and what I've called you to do. And so I'm shutting all these other things down. And when that happened, I began to be like, okay, it became serious. And I had been talking about it all the time, but I think in the back of my mind, I was kind of like waiting for that miraculous deal, you know, or waiting for that miraculous opportunity where it's like, wow, you have this major platform and you've been asked, you're in Oprah's book club or You've been asked to appear on Steve Harvey or, you know, something to happen. So then I'm like, okay, cool. You know, there's some guarantee that this is going to work out. And God was like, no, no, this is a faith walk. I am your guarantee, right? I am your guarantee. So after that happened, guys, it was kind of a wrap. I was just like, all right, Jesus, what you want me to do? How do you want me to move? How do you want me to do this? Then my husband um, got on board And my husband was always, you know, he always knew that there was more for me, especially where I was. He always knew that we did not know what that more looked like or how that was identified, but um, or how that would be identified. But he always knew. But he went through some transitions himself in this past year Um, and being in that type of situation, you know, on the job or type of dynamic where you just feel completely stuck and not being utilized to your fullest potential, actually having the opposite be done to you, right? Um, Just so stagnant and understanding that. And then, um, you know, God just began to deal with him and work with him. And we also went through family 
dynamics that were very challenging for us. I mean, it was like we both bring in a substantial amount of income, right? We're 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 good. We were good in that front, right? Um, but it was like every time we turned around, it was like paycheck to paycheck or trying to make ends meet. And it just became it was like ridiculous. And we're not like lavish spenders. Like, please don't think, um, you know, we do own a property and we do have um, vehicles. But other than that, we're not driving like Maseratis or like Porsches or like Lexuses or Benzes or anything like that. Um, we don't, you know, our house is not plushed with like a whole bunch of fancy, fancy stuff. Like we don't, um, really live beyond our means. And when it became to be like, wow, you've checked off every box. You've got that bachelor's. He has his bachelor's. You've got that master's. He, you know, um, is working in other avenues. He's, he's doing like two or three other different things and I'm doing two or three other different things. We, we have our business that we're working on. Um, but we still don't have, and how about this? I'm extremely miserable where I am. How is this right? Like, how is this right? How is this working? Like if I'm going to still be, um, counting my dollars and counting my coins, at least let me be doing it in a space of enjoyment, right? At least let me be doing it in something that's fulfilling me. If, if I'm going to still be counting my coins and getting up and going to work for someone else who does not value me, who does not respect me, who is not paying me my worth or giving me my worth, why don't I do it myself? And that's when we begin to understand that we were called to create a lane and a space for ourselves. And then what began to happen is the time that I would spend at work was like literally sucking and draining the time from, from building what it was that we were called to build. And it almost became a situation where it was just like I could not function in that space. Like it was no longer beneficial to me and who God called me to be to function in that space. And we just either we needed to take the leap and trust God or we was going to stay in this in this circle, in this cycle. And, and we took the leap and we trust, we trusted God and he hasn't failed us. He has not failed us. And we don't believe that he ever will, you know, that he ever will. He's brought us out of so many things that, that this is like, okay, Lord, I was telling, um, telling one of my girlfriends the other day, like we've experienced so many things and, you know, people often say, you know, you got to trust God. You got to believe God. You got to have faith. And well, we always say, yes, I trust God. I believe God. But it's almost like lip service where you're trying to, you're saying it out your mouth because you're trying to convince um, your mind and your heart to align with it. And so, you know, you've always been told, just keep saying it till you believe it. Say it till you believe it. We've gone through other situations in our family where we've just had to say it till we believe it and, and seen and manifest, right? But now, because we've encountered so much, we're really at the space now where we're saying it, we're believing it, and we're just, we're out here in the ocean, and God is rowing a boat, okay? He is rowing a boat, and we're chilling. We're chilling. When he tells us to go fish, we're fishing. When he tells us to move, we're moving. Um, But we're letting him guide and direct this thing because our, our navigation has not gotten us to where where we should be, has not gotten us to where um, where he's called us to be. And so, you know, this is where we are right now. And this is how we're moving. And I'm excited that you guys are sharing this journey with us. 
I'm excited for some of you who are also taking this journey and taking this leap. I, I firmly believe that this is a season and a time where people are going to be moving out in confidence in the spaces that God has called them to create and to make, right? I think that this world is changing rapidly and that soon, you know, in a few years, we're not even going to recognize the places that we live in and the things that we thought were stable for us, the things that we thought were secure for us, we're going to realize that they really weren't, that the only thing that was secure, the only thing that that was guaranteed was um, God and our trust in him and our faith in him and our belief in him. And so we are moving out in that space. And I just want to encourage you, everybody's journey is not going to look like mine. I say that all the time because I'm sharing my story to encourage you. I'm not sharing my story for you to emulate. There may be some similarities, but we're all created uniquely different. And I don't want to give you a blueprint for something that God called me to do. And when he called you to do something else, what I do want to do is just encourage you to trust him, to trust him, to take risks, to step out in faith and believe that he is rowing your boat. Believe that he's rowing your boat and that he will provide for you. He will make a way. He will make a ram in the bush. And so guys, um, that's it. That's it. That's pretty much it in the in a, um, a nutshell. I mean, there's so many different little nuggets and pieces that I'll probably talk about individually um, that really have developed and grown me through through this time. Um, we'll definitely do an episode on how to move in this type of space um, without being swayed by other people's opinions because that that is so important. You know, that is so important. And that really goes back to what I just got finished saying, that everybody's journey is different. Everybody's path is different. And it's up to us to discover what ours is and to move in it. Right. And so, guys, I hope that this was helpful. Do me a favor. If you like this episode or any other episodes, please favorite it. Please subscribe. Please send comments and likes. All those things really help. Um, and also give me an idea of um, what you guys are interested in, in in me discussing and talking about. So I'll be having more guests come on and sharing their stories and, and having more experts come on and talk about uh, their knowledge or their experience in um, certain areas. And, and so I'm excited about that. And I hope that you guys continue to move forward in everything, everything. I mean, everything that you are called to do because I most certainly am. Talk to you later. Hey guys, so I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. I hope it was encouraging or it inspired you or it empowered you to do something that you wouldn't normally do. I really hope that these podcasts are helping you. And what I would absolutely love is if you could give me a star, or I think there's some hand claps or something you can do to just show me some love. Let me know that I'm on the right track and I'm supplying you with valuable information that is going to help you in your journey as you're discovering your purpose, as you're walking in your purpose, and as you're walking in your passion. So until next time, guys, share and subscribe.